I'm Beverly Sartain, and this is the Holistic Coach Legacy Podcast, where you get support in being an impactful and confident coach. In today's episode, we are featuring Zephyr, a star song, who is this absolutely beautiful soul, and I'm so grateful to have her joining us. She really speaks to women more so the feminine energy, which I think we can all relate to no matter what gender we identify with, if at all. And she talks about how to use this feminine energy in business and when it comes to money and these sticking points that sometimes we have when maybe we're not used to marketing business money in our lives. So it's my hope that by hearing her and her guidance that you can use the feminine energy to invite people in, to host people, to connect with people, and through doing so, that that will create an abundance, an abundance of prosperity for you. Many blessings to you. Enjoy. All right, we are here with Zephyra. I'm so excited to have this conversation. I've been looking forward to this conversation. Um, Being able to talk to you again uh, feels really joyful for me. And so I'm really happy to have you. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. It's just such a high honor to have the opportunity to work with someone who has the heart space and moves in the world in the way that you do. I I feel the same. And whenever I see your stuff online, I get really excited and I'm so thrilled to see somebody shining such a bright light in the way that you do. And so that's one of the reasons I really wanted us to continue our conversation because we have spoken before um, so that we can share that bright light with more people. So um, grateful to have you. And uh, today we're going to be talking about surrender your way to six figures and beyond by decoding the divine feminine. And so that's going to be our topic today. And just so the listeners get to understand um, just one of the, the beautiful things about connecting with people is that, you know, you build a community, you, you get to know one another through other people. And that's actually how you and I got to know one another is we have a common person that we know. Um, Her name is Holly. And through that connection with Holly, we were kind of matched up because we have similarities. And um, I just wanted people to hear that because a big part for me of being in business has been building relationships with people. And here we are, you know, with that essence and energy of, of building relationships. And now we get to have this awesome and wonderful conversation. So thank you so much for that. Oh, absolutely. And interesting because um, connection is one piece, one big piece of the divine feminine and the way that women work or should be working in different ways than men. So. Right. And that's why I'm bringing it forward because I know it's in alignment with what you share and um, and it it's like at the heart of how I've been being in in my work 
And so uh, I'm just, I'm eager to have the conversation so we can share this beautiful message with others. So um, you do talk a lot about connection and hosting in the work that you do. And so I would love just to hear how those things relate to the message you share. Oh, absolutely. Um, If I may, before I say that, I'd like to just share a little bit about why this is important to me and why I think it's so valuable. I really, in my heart, feel like um, to time and memoriam, women have been the ones carrying the community, carrying the world forward already. So it's really my belief that if we can not just realign women with their intuition and who they are beyond here, but give them the confidence and the permission for that intuition that they already have. And if we can work on getting wealth into the hands of women, that that's, it's really my belief that these things are what's going to lead the forward motion in the world mm-hmm. for the changes that we need to see. So, yes. Awesome. In relation to um, hosting, hosting, mm-hmm. One of the big number one secrets of decoding the divine feminine, the ways in which women um, are intended to work different, more powerfully in some ways even than men, is women work in creating space. Men, their natural is to be decisive, uh, to be in that hunter mindset, to work in time and and in trapping, you know what I mean? Like hunting. Mm-hmm. And and you when you as a woman are hunting for your sales and you're, you know, you're tracking and you're striking and it doesn't feel good, it burns you out. And also this thing of having to micromanage these launches, having to prove um, through external qualifiers and mechanisms that you have the authority that you say you have and that you're valid is um, it's it's just not going to work long term for a woman. I mean, women have this natural place that's so much more powerful, this place of uh, flow, non-force, place of ease of movement in which we can intuit and follow the flow. And one of the things that we do really beautifully is as you said, hosting, meaning we can intuit the energies of different people, different places and words, the meaning of things, and we can create the correct environment, which allows for things to naturally unfold where we don't need to force, we don't need to helicopter mom what's going on. We can intentionally create such a nurturing, powerful environment that, that things will thrive. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just so much more powerful. And also one of the things that I know many women struggle with is finding their voice Mm -hmm. and feeling like you either have to bite your tongue or yell at the top of your lungs to be heard. And there is this place when you can curate space with your words when you can curate space with your actions, where you can stand in quiet self-assurance and you don't need to yell for your words to have weight that vibrates across everything. That feels good. (laughs) That feels good when you say it. And I just, it is so powerful. And I just absolutely adore your message and what you're you're putting out there. And I, sh- I shared with you and I've shared with the listeners before that when I was 
in hustle energy or using other people's systems, um, that that's when I was having a creative burnout um, mm-hmm. in what I was creating in my business. And as soon as I shifted more into the energetics of things um, and um, the essence that I wanted to be being and feeling and conveying with my expression, that's when things started to line up for me. So anything else you want to say about that from here? Yeah, absolutely. So um, being a walk-in and being who I am, one of my superpowers is strategic vision. And part of that strategic vision is definitely business, but it is also being able to hold or host that space to help people to understand their natural blueprint of how their energy works. And my clients, um, you know, I've had clients that have went from 20,000 to 600,000. I've had clients that have had multiple deals come in. And the one thing across the board that is always the two, well, there's two things that are the biggest shift. One of those things is throw out everybody else's way of doing things and understand that you absolutely have the right to set your business up however you want. I like to utilize human design. I feel it's very accurate. And the thing is, you just set expectations. So if you are a person who is a projector or a manifesting generator, you need more time to process things. And your your superpower is in your own, what I call your laboratory, where you're processing and figuring things out. And so you're so potent when you come back into connection with people, you don't need a lot of time in connection with those people. And so you set the expectation of, especially if you're a projector, maybe what you say is, I'd absolutely love to look at that project. Um, In this moment, it feels good. I'd be willing to look at it for a month. And excuse me, within that month, I'll get back with you. Right? So within that month, what you're doing is you know your energy sometime within that month is going to naturally have that upswing to be able to put things together. The rest of that time, you're going to be in the back of your mind processing, researching, integrating things. But what happens is with most people that are not a manifester or a generator, if they're one of the other reflectors, projectors, or manigens, when people apply pressure, your ability collapses under pressure. You burn out under pressure. You really have to hold such powerful boundaries of knowing when to say no so that you can say yes at the right time in the right place and taking the time to have a secondary process, um, maybe even a longer process before you say yes. So one of the things that I've had my clients do is think about your business differently. No, we're talking about reoccurring revenue. We're talking about money. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to have a program, but your program and your business itself shouldn't be the end of your plan to have security for yourself and the things that you want to support in the future, your children, the other ideas and things in the world you want to see being given wings. Part of your plan should be seeing your business as a way to have income come in that can then be invested and become renewable, Mm -hmm. reoccurring revenue on its own, rather than having to launch, drop, launch, drop, launch, drop. Like when you look at business in this different way, even hosting, 
hosting and, and surrendering and all of that. And the divine feminine comes into this place of as gatherers, we're planning this portion goes back into my business. This portion goes into my personal expenses. Mm -hmm. This portion is going to go into my portfolio of investments. And really what I'm trying to grow is my portfolio of investments, right? Yeah. So the other thing is the most important investment that you will make is not even money. The most important investments you will make are the correct connections. People that are vibrationally aligned, that are your soul tribe, that you can count on, that are, have a similar or a collaborative mission that that's cohesive with you and where you're going and how you want to serve the world. So that's a huge part of all of this and being yes. able to move forward. And, and of course, first, we want that security for ourselves. But <laughs> the thing is, money's easy, right? Money is really easy. And so the second thing that I would share is one of the biggest things that we don't look at when we are looking at mindset, most mindset is looked at in the divine masculine. Men think in cause and effect, I do this, this happens. But women actually have more developed brains and the bridge between the left and right hemispheres is more developed. Women work in complex equivalency. So most of what is blocking you, hindering you and limiting you comes from what you believe about what something means. So previous mm -hmm. experiences or current experiences or what someone said or whether you failed or succeeded, what that means about what you're now capable of or what you're carrying forward from the past. So if you can shift the meaning of something to rewrite it, if you can shift your mood set and how you feel about something as a woman, that changes the space that you're hosting for yourself. And if you can also, I guess the third thing I would say is, you're not alone. You've already got a team working with you in the universe. You've got your web of life team, your higher self team that's energetically working with you. And we are part of this greater ecosystem. So mm -hmm. what you put out comes back and how you connect and how you're aware of these things is a huge effect. Like you don't have to work harder because you're not working alone. So that's a great just a great concept to get. I mean, there was so much there that I could ask, ask a million things about. And so it, it's so enjoyable to hear all of those golden nuggets that, that you're sharing with us. Um, I will, will, you know, speak to the fact that there might be some people listening. And when you say money is easy, and you did start to talk about the mindset piece, what would you say to the people that that say, no, money's hard? Well, I would, I would say that money feeling difficult has to do with one, those associated meanings and beliefs that we have. And two, you just haven't been shown as a woman how to work things. One, they don't teach real finance in schools to start with, right? That's not even taught. Mm -hmm. Two, very few women have any financial, real financial understanding. And three, they certainly don't teach how to leverage finance with intuition, which mm. is very powerfully to the divine feminine. So I say yeah. money's easy because when you're connected correctly, energetically, yes. I've had experiences, literally experiences in my life where my car broke down 
it was dead. There was no fixing it. And I said, okay, universe, God, spirit, what is my next right step? And the answer I got was, you don't need to do anything. It's taken care of. So what I know is when I get that message, it's taken care of. There's no question. There's no spinning. And my former husband was just freaking out. And I kept telling him, I'm like, it's taken care of. It's taken care of. And then literally somebody came up to me and handed me keys and a title and said, hey, I was told by spirit to give this to you. I've had instances where I've done healing work because when somebody's in a catastrophic situation, you know, emotional, mental, physical situation, I will do energy work. I don't charge for that. I feel like that's just being human to support in that way. So I, I had a client who had had cancer and we brought her back from cancer twice, two years previous. And I got a letter in the mail when I had a bill due. I hadn't told anyone. And it, she said, spirit told me to send you this money. This is literally, the, this check is the exact amount that I needed. So money can mm -hmm. come from anywhere. And the other thing I would say is get out of your head about money being the only resource that can bring what you want. So like, say that I, I needed a car. I didn't ever have to touch money for that car to come. I had to get out of my head of that being the only possible way that it could happen was having to have money. That's why I say resource flow Yeah. because things can just show up. And the biggest thing is knowing how to tune into that higher self soul thread system to work with your body, to understand the communication. Like we've been walking around in these bodies, but we don't even understand the language of the body speaking to us through emotion and sensation and visualization to understand the feedback it's giving us about what it needs or what's coming or how to move. But when you get that and you get the connection to your higher self, to the universal team that you have, you build this confidence of absolute knowing where you aren't in your head, which is just a maze. Mm -hmm. and, and you can eliminate it. So I want to I share something with you and everybody listening. And this is a uh, process. It's quick, it's easy, but it's profound. Can I do that? Of course, please. So I want everyone to just close their eyes for a moment. I want you to imagine for a second that you're on the outside edges of just this massive, massive maze of, you know, it's these bushes and brush and stone and on the inside in the center is this beautiful golden ladder, right? And I want you to then imagine stepping into the maze. And as soon as you step into the maze, it begins to shift and change so that no matter what way you turn or the path that you saw, it isn't there anymore. It's just going to keep shifting and changing. Then I want you to step back out of that maze, right? Now I want you to look back to the center of the maze and I want you to look at that ladder. And as you're looking at that ladder, I want you to notice, is it smooth or rough? As you put your hand out onto that ladder and you feel it, Beverly, does that ladder feel smooth or rough, hot or cold? Smooth and neutral. Right. So you're at the center of that maze. You just bypassed the entire maze. Hmm. The maze is the mind. And it's that easy. And money is that easy. And the right connections are that easy. It's when we get into the maze, there's no way through in the maze. Right? So mm -hmm. that's my example of... That's of, great. Yeah. Super cool. Super cool. Thank you for sharing that with us. 
so that people can have that experiential experience of it. I appreciate that. So let's get into this, this concept of surrendering and how surrender can support with experiencing more abundance, prosperity, money. So in the divine feminine and, and, and I would also say I am an advanced esoteric teacher, energetic teacher, and I do have an advanced understanding of quantum physics, neuro linguistic programming, behavioral analysis, all of this stuff, as well as esoterics. And surrender is absolutely the way to go because your body already knows how to align itself. If you have set up the space correctly, if you've done the internal work, the internal work of reassociating those meanings, the mindset work, the mood set work, if you've learned how to hold and own your space and own your center and you've set up your filters, you don't need to do anything else. All you have to do is say, now that the things that I want are coming in, are they still the things that I want? And if they're not, make the adjustments. You literally have to give yourself mindfulness practices to stay out of the way. You have to move in trust, deep trust of yourself and of the universe. That's, I mean, that's really it. And the thing is, nothing that I teach is overly complicated. I might, one of my rules is no matter how big it is, I can't teach it until it's simple enough to teach to a sixth grader, but it's profound. And it has applications that give you the ability to be sustainable and apply these things to your relationships, to your business, to your life, to stand in your soul aligned purpose and have the support that you really deserve, not only to have your authority and your voice heard and respected, but to have the impact and the legacy in the world that's needed whilst having that reoccurring revenue so you don't have to worry even about your next launch. And it comes from getting aligned with this vision, creating the space, setting the filters, owning the space, and then just becoming what we call a hollow bone and just following that flow, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So there is a principle that I teach, and I don't have time to teach it today, where we literally learn a future map. We learn to view forward in time and back in time to actually experience what we need to do, meaning what clothes we should wear for the meeting that day. Should we reorder the way that we're presenting in the meeting? What should we eat for lunch? Because all these things change things. They change how things are going to play out. So not only can you choose the outcome, you can choose your journey there. And when you already have that assurance and you're already self-assured, there's no need to do anything except for surrender and let what you've already experienced become. Wonderful. As I'm hearing you share, I'm, I'm thinking one of the reasons I love uh, talking to you and, and hearing your message is your ability to articulate a process that can be intangible to people. And um, as someone who also breaks down process for people, it's really nice to be able to experience you because um, I'm usually that person that does that for other people. And I feel like in you, I have someone that can break down process and I get to kind of geek out on it. So so I really love that. I really do. And it's just, it's really great uh, and special to hear your abilities to articulate. Well, that's that's interesting. I mean, that's what takes the time then, isn't it? 
I, I have one um, process that I teach people called the golden heart. And even like when I get into a call, if somebody wants to onboard to do a one-to-one, I don't believe in pushing a sale on anybody. I don't believe, I think I have to feel aligned. They have to feel aligned. I believe in a 24 hour wait period, but I always give them the golden heart so that they can get into their center to know for themselves without any influence of excitement or emotions or anything else, what is correct. And I do the same thing, but that, that process of the golden heart is actually leveraging spiral wave energy of the universe, which is a quantum, uh, like an actual scientific quantum energy. And to get from the big picture of that process and how it worked in science to get it applicable to where a child mm-hmm. could use it, getting it refined took three years. So the time in is in getting these procedures and processes clean enough, clear enough, and simple enough to be actually usable in your everyday yes. and sustainable. It's, it's incredible. So I just wanted to acknowledge you for that. And, and thank and that's, you for the work you do as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's all about actualization through the application of, of um, a process too. And so I think that's what you've always reflected back to me since I've gotten to know you now is that um, I just, I enjoy so much seeing you, you do that for people. It's, it's quite remarkable. And so even with the words like decoding the divine feminine, what else does that mean to you that you would want the listeners to understand? That is a fantastic question that no one has ever asked me. <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, when I say decoding, I mean, when we think about what something in code is, it's something that's hidden. But with women, I think that the hidden, the hidden part that needs to be decoded is all of the imprinting that society not just men, but society and everybody else, all of our ancestors, that transgenerational trauma, those other lifetime experiences have layered and layered and layered on top of us. And I, I liken it unto like, I'm not going to give anyone anything they don't have, right? You have right of access to everything that's yours. And if anyone says the only way to get it is through them run away. But what I am going to do is I'm going to hold space and I'm going to help you decode it or take off the pieces that are not you that are not part of it to help you understand what's already there and other ways you can leverage it. How beautiful you are. I love um, it. To me, it's like there was a story of there was this Buddha and um, they I think the the Chinese or their enemies were coming and it was made of gold. So they covered it in mud, layers and layers of mud to hide it so that they wouldn't steal it or damage it in any kind of way. But um, they forgot generations and generations and generations later, you know, they did it as a protection mechanism intending it only to be a short while. But because of the circumstances of the suppression continuing, everybody just thought it was this beautiful clay Buddha. Then there was an accident where the clay got chipped and underneath they could see the gold and they went, ah, you know, then they began to remember, they began to remember their lineage and what they really had and what was really there. And it was so much more than they could have ever imagined. And it had been there the whole time. This is what decoding the divine feminine is. Wonderful. I love the, just the imagery is really helpful um, along with the story behind it really helps receive it. Um, And so for you, like, what would you say is your favorite way of decompressing from your business so that you keep your stress low 
and um, don't burn out in any way. 1000% play. And, um, you know, we, so as women, not just in business, we get into this roles, right? Where you have to be the mother, you have to be the wife, you have to be the nurturer, you have to be the problem solver, you have to be the CEO executive of everything for everyone all the time. And, um, one of my favorite ways to decompress is to give like unbridled permission to my inner little girl to just have fun and be silly and not care about what other people think. Um, to I have this dichotomy and people who are really close to me get to see it where I can be very serious. I can hold a very you know high space, but there's this other space where I'm completely silly and I want to go swim and I want to go play and I want to blow bubbles and do cartwheels and <laughs> do art and I'm curious and playful right. and mischievous. And I, um, I hold that sacrosanct because even in our relationships, especially when you're in with a relationship with a partner, it can become too serious. We can become afraid of being silly and playful and allowing that space, but that need for that, it doesn't go away. And that need for that allows self-expression, curiosity, um, connection, and in in confident vulnerability is what I would call that space. Yeah. <laughs> and it just does wonders. In, and maybe you're not a people person. Like sometimes I'm a people person and sometimes, you know, I'm like a cat and I just want to be <laughs> <laughs> So sometimes it's having a day where I don't have to do the dishes or clean the house and I can leave my art strewn everywhere going from <laughs> curious, playful idea to curious, playful idea without being forced to finish or complete anything. And it's just fine. Like I give myself that space. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I was just feeling into that and that feels really good, you know, to uh, I just had a student share this poem about wild woman was the name of the poem mm. about being a wild woman. And, um, and then in, in class, we were just talking about the wise, um, the wise child, like the wise inner child that we have. And so it's so cool to hear what you're saying right now, because it's like, we can be all the things and like actually giving space and time for these different aspects of ourselves can be really energizing and rejuvenating. Um, and I could hear that in what you were sharing. It just it felt so good to let in the play and let in the fun and let in the silly. And, um, well, you know, <laughs> the, the um, when people talk about the divine feminine, they're talking often about it in the context of it's the mother that's going to give birth or the wise woman. And it's as though that maiden, that child is just something that you have to get through to get to the good stuff. When I, I mean, I believe in the idea of the triplicate goddess energy, meaning that we're amorphic. We should be fluid between all three of these parts. And I love the idea of the wise woman, child, the croned child, the divine right. mother. It's, it's how it should be. We shouldn't compartmentalize ourselves. That's all of that. Yeah. Beautiful. So what would you say uh, is the legacy that you're hoping to leave behind with the beautiful work that you're doing into the world? Um, the legacy that I would most love to leave behind is to put myself behind the people who want to be the thought leaders and the change bringers in the world to help them to break through their own glass ceiling, not just in finance, that's certainly a part of it. But honestly, 
that's such a small piece. It's just such a natural byproduct of what comes. But to really understand the gold beneath the mud, decoding that divine feminine, to know that they can move in such powerful ways of ease and grace and quiet self-assurance with their voice having value within the world and their soul-aligned purpose, being able to leave a legacy for seven generations and beyond, and that there is a clear way with clear steps to do it. It isn't this ambiguous thing that you're always chasing. Like when people talk about ease and grace, what does that even mean? Right. But we're talking about actual steps that you can give someone that allows them to find their own steps, their own process, who they are so that they don't have to queue up. So I liken what I do into giving people the tools to become comfortable and confident to find themselves so that they can look at any problem and know how to create new tools. So a big part of that is even in energetics and healing, most people don't understand that there's just basic three principles underneath, whether we're talking about Reiki or whatever other modality that connects to thermal dynamics. So you have to increase the thermal mass, meaning those channels within your meridians expand, your chakras expand to hold more energy all the way down eventually to your atoms, to infinite energy. Step two is you have to find a way to bring in that thermal heat, which could be Kundalini yoga. It could be breath work. It could be Tai Chi Chi Gong. It doesn't matter. And then the third part is being able to hold and cycle your own energy um, without bleeding it out while channeling the universal energy and not having it overtake you. So those are the three components of, of all healing modalities. And they're working either in a general way, like you're tuning an instrument with the big tuners or the fine tuners. That's it. But if people don't understand that, They can't look at a modality being sold to them and assess, is this what I need? Or can I just understand what I understand and create myself something even more perfect for what I'm needing to do or my my clients are needing? Well, thank you for that. And just thank you for being here. Thank you for aligning with your truth and sharing your truth with with people. It's it's so inspiring. I'm so excited by it. My energy has gone up from this conversation. Um, and that's been a wonderful thing just to witness in this exchange of just noticing the energy increase and the enthusiasm increase and hearing that and feeling that. And um, I just would love for people to reach out to you if they are vibing with what you're sharing right now. So how might they do that? Absolutely. So you can reach out to me on Facebook through Safira Starsong or my business page, Oracle Starsong, or on Instagram, Safira Starsong or Oracle Starsong. Same at Gmail. Um, If you're interested in knowing more about what I do, um, we do have a group. We have some beautiful free giveaways, that golden heart meditation that I spoke about, um, some other really cool stuff just to get everyone started because I believe everyone should just have at least the beginning point to skyrocket and springboard off of. Um, So if you reach out and you just send me a message, I can get that to you. And I love hearing from all of you, like, what it is that your soul aligned purpose is in the world and what is the one thing if you could leave it behind would you want your legacy to be because that's what i want to get behind that's what i want to support you doing and having your voice heard and having what you need to make that happen thank you so much beverly for um 
inviting me here. Thank you to all the listeners for being present and for the work that you're doing in the world, for the way that you're walking, the light that you're shining. And I just, um, I would want to leave you with uh, remembering that you are more than enough exactly how you are and your worth and your value is not dictated by what you do for others or your amount or metric of success. You just by being you are perfect and all of it the mess, the mistakes, the successes is part of this journey, part of the courage and the bravery of being your beautiful, artistic, light being self. So thank you for that. Thank you. And I want to just leave it at that because that was such a beautiful ending. I appreciate you very much. Thank you. Likewise. there's only one thing that you take away from today's episode it's this feminine energy of connecting inviting and hosting and when you can use that energy you're sharing a particular essence with people and it's an essence that people want to participate in so my hope is that you take this essence and that you go implement in some sort of way. Go invite somebody in. Go connect with somebody. Go host something where you can share yourself with people um, and share what you're offering with them as well. And if you would like to be invited in, we have many different ways to work with you. A, a great way to, to step into connection and community with us is to check out our Holistic Coach Network on Facebook. Request to join. I'll put the link in the show notes so that you can do so. Many blessings to you. Thank you for being here. Stay coarse so that you can shine your bright light with the world, remembering that the legacy is a path, not a destination. Many blessings. <laughs>